0: Amen. Uh, can you guys hear me tell Yep. It's only this guy and yes. Sorry? It's only me and yes. <laughs> oh, it's only you. Yes, sir. Alright, okay, great. Um, so, today we're looking at chapter 25 um, on marriage. Uh, Interestingly, it seems to be quite short, sure, according to the the the, the 1689, um, but uh, I'll try
1: to... So, you said interesting, it seems what? seems quite short. Sure. Oh, short. Okay, okay. Yes. I didn't hear the T. What did you say? <laughs> uh, I, I thought you said sure, sure. I didn't hear short. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> the English police.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, whatever it is. Okay, anyway, um, so this is what the confession says. Right, the, the 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 first the first part um says this: marriage is to be between one man and one woman. Neither is it lawful for any <clears throat> any man to have more than one wife. No, for any woman to have more than one husband. Mm. Um. So. And and there's a couple of texts that they give as as proof texts, is it way for this. The first one is in Genesis two, uh, where we find, um. The the woman being presented to Adam. Uh, or rather, after I'll, I'll read from verse twenty, from verse, from verse twenty, no twenty one, okay, no from verse twenty, sorry. So Genesis two, from verse twenty, and this is what it reads: The man gave names to all the livestock and to the birds and of the heavens and every beast of the field. But but for Adam there was found, there was not a helper found fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, while he slept, while he sl- while he slept, took out one of his ribs and closed and closed it up in flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said. <clears throat> then the man said, "This at last is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man." Verse 24, therefore a man shall leave his mother, sorry, <laughs> shall leave his father and his mother's, mm. his mother, and hold fast to his wife, mm. they shall become one flesh. Yeah. The man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Yeah, so uh, as, I, as I mentioned, after right here we see in this passage, we see. Uh, the institution of marriage being established by God. God um, creates um, <clears throat> creates out of the rib of the man a woman um, a woman to be a helper for the man. Uh, to be a helper for the man. So, and the further clarifies that for this reason, a man will live his 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 father and his and his mother and hold fast to his wife, mm. so it doesn't it doesn't say that you leave his, uh after after it doesn't say that after leaving the first time, uh then the man would leave his wife <laughs> and go and find another one, and then hold fast to her or to both of them or the reverse. So um. Um So so in, in, so in us um, not just knowing that marriage is between a man and one man and one woman, the first thing that we should know is this that marriage was established by God. Um, and because it was established by God, we cannot recreate it or re-establish it or reimagine it. In however way we want it to be, um, whether it's that we, as I mentioned, uh, that you want to, you want, you now want, as either as a man or a woman to be in, a, in poly, in polygamy or polyandry, that this is not how God designed it or instituted it, um, but um, if you, if you, if you. Uh, Want more clarity? As it were, I think um, Jesus' exposition of this text in Matthew 19 gives us a better, even an even better understanding of marriage. Chapter Matthew 19, verse verse six. Mm. Ah, okay. Actually, not verse six, but from verse four. I'll just read verse three just to give us context, right? And the Pharisees came up to him and tested him asking is it lawful to divorce one's wife for any cause and he answered have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female and said unto them therefore shall a man therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife and the two shall become one flesh so they no longer so they are no longer two but one. And whatever God has joined together, let no man separate. Uh, <clears throat> so and as I mentioned, that Jesus gives a an even better exposition of this text, and he says, one, it was God who in creating the man and the woman instituted them the uh the institution of Mary. Mm. Uh and he says, for one, that that uh, <clears throat> from the beginning, God designed it such that marriage would be uh, between one man and one woman, and it has to. We have in this day and culture, we have to make it clear that it it literally means one man and one woman, and not one man or another man or. Another one woman and another woman, because is it where from the very beginning God created the male and female Mm. and designed marriage to be such? Um, So uh, it it designed it to be such. Um, And I'll say this if you go back actually to Genesis to Genesis to Genesis 1 or uh, to Genesis, okay. Before you get to Genesis one, but when God is commenting on on the creation of uh, of men, rather after he has created everything, each time he creates, he says, "This is good, this is good, this is good." But for after he's created men, um, he 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 says that it was not good for men to be alone, and this is. This is what, what, what then leads to the creation of the institution of marriage. Um, <clears throat> and in, in God's design, God creates a woman. He doesn't create a man. So it, it's very clear and it's very specific. Marriage is between one man and one woman. God didn't uh, take two ribs and create two women, mm. as it were. Mm-hmm. Or take two ribs and create a man and a woman. (laughs) It was very specific. God created uh, a woman, a woman who was uh, a fit helper for Adam. So that that must be noted that marriage is always monogamous and um, it's always between one man and one woman. And any other I will say aberration is it way, is sinful. It's unbiblical. Um and, and I guess still on this topic there'll always be questions on if you look at the patriots, most of them seem to have had to be in, in one in, in polygamous relationships, right? Um and the question would be but they did this is does that mean then this is uh, this is okay to practice polygamy and whatnot? Um uh, and I would definitely say no, it's not okay. Uh, God wasn't pleased with it. He, he, in as much as he seemed to have allowed it, he wasn't pleased with it. Um and I guess on on, on this one, um I don't know if I'll say it like well, there's always these scenarios that people uh, may encounter, particularly uh, as missionaries. As you go out there, you may meet people who are in, say, in polygamous relationships. Uh, and the, the question is always what do you do? Do you. Um, I, I, and I don't know if. Everybody should share my sentiment <laughs> on this particular issue in how I think it ought to be solved. I mean there are people who would say because polygamy is wrong, the men must <laughs> 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 whether it's uh, the 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 second or second third wives or whatever must be, uh, I don't know whether it's divorced or or left. Or, or left as it were um, because they were never actually married um, and I'll say this I have a very different view to that uh, I, I believe particularly even though it is sinful because the one thing we must not always forget is that in as much as people uh, or oh, or the, the things, or the consequences of past sins uh, are not, you, you don't become absolved of them. And in and, in, and, and, and even, and, and I and have used that example is uh, tying in with the example we see with the Patriots, in as much as God was not pleased with all of those things. Once it has happened, this man is taken. Uh, two or three wives, is it were. Uh, we can we we can't say that uh, the marriage is nullified, is it because I think that will amount to abandonment and, and a, a compounding of sin. <laughs> a compounding of sin. Uh, but anyway, I think I'm digressing in this. I'm digressing. Um so, yeah. So the first thing that we need to note is that marriage is monogamous, and uh, marriage is monogamous, and marriage is between a man and a woman. Marriage is between a man, one man and one woman. Uh, <clears throat> so, in the second point, this is what it says: marriage was ordained for the mutual help of husband and wife for the increase of mankind. Uh, with a legitimate issue in the preventing of uncleanliness. Okay, so, um, and it it, it takes us back to the first particular text. It takes us back to Genesis 2, uh, verse 18, (coughs) Uh, and I think I've already mentioned this. So so, then God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a (coughs) a helper fit for him. Now out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast in of the field and every bird of the heavens and brought them to the men to see that what you will call them. And whatever the man named, every living creature. <clears throat> that was its name. Men gave names to all the livestock and to all the birds of the heavens and to every beast of the field. But Adam, but for Adam, there was not a helper found fit for him. So the Lord God Caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and while he was asleep, took out of his rib and closed up <coughs> with his flesh, the the rib that the, the Lord had taken out of the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, "This at last is born of my bones, flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man." Uh, so a couple of things to note to note about this, one is this that marriage the, the primary purpose of all yes the primary purpose of marriage is this it is companionship because um, as God is one of the things that spur God to to create a woman uh, or, or help a helper fit for him is that for Adam there was not um, a companion that, that was fit for you. There, there was no mate, there was no equal, there was no one for who whom Adam could truly enjoy life with as it were. In as much as they were all the animals, all the animals could um could be friendly, he could enjoy, you could play with them, he could do all sorts of things. But almost for 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 Adam there was this longing, this loneliness, this alone yeah this this aloneness this being on his own until uh a woman was created for him and <clears throat> so the one thing that we we, we 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 need to know is that uh as, as i mentioned marriage was created uh i think um I, I i read a very interesting definition of marriage and i think it encapsulates this whole thing that uh, marriage is a, they call it a, a covenant, cov, a covenant of companionship. <clears throat> I think that's what Jay Adams uh, sort of calls it, and it truly captures what it is. It's a covenant uh, because it is first of all, marriage is made before God. It is a, <clears throat> it is a covenant between men in as much as it is between two people, uh, yes, two human beings, God is there as is, uh, the holder of the covenant uh, for both of those people. So um, it is a covenant of companionship. but also um, if, you, if you go back to Genesis 1:26 it tells us God created man and woman in his image. And what, what marriage does uh, what, what marriage does is, is, is it, it gives us the true reflection of the image of God in, in that one um, within the Godhead what we know that even before the creation of the world there was companionship that existed within the Godhead there was love that existed that was expressed between the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and marriage. It uh accentuates that, or allows the image of God for for men and women to be fully expressed. So o- outside of that, you you it will always fall short, that that image of of God being reflected, and why also in in that God creates men and women um uniquely, they are they are both equal, but male and female, he created them. They're, they're different. There's a complementarity to that. Um, <clears throat> and in coming together, uh, we, we see the qualities of God, of the image of God, expressed more fully. Um, I've already indicated love. Um, there's, there's all of these other attributes that, of God, that if you were to make a generalisation, you would say, men are much the qualities of God maybe that men reflect a couple of the qualities of God they are uh, they are strong they are sacrificial is it uh, that, that's one aspect of it if you were to look at women you might say they reflect um, compassion uh, they are more compassionate um, <clears throat> they are more compassionate uh, and but when, 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 when a man and a woman come together in a married covenant, there is a, almost a perfection and a completeness in all of those things that what what one gender sort of lacks, the other provides. And, and then the image of God is reflected uh, fully and more perfectly as, as possibly as it can be. Um, so, th- th- that's one thing that, that ought to be in the back of our minds, that uh, in, his, in God creating men and, and women, it's it's not, uh, and we, we've already talked, I've already mentioned this, that in each gender, in the most generalization, there seems to be uh, some qualities that are of, of, of the image of God that uh, maybe are less so in the other. And this marriage gives... The opportunity for the image of God to be reflected, but <clears throat> also when when you think of what, what um, uh, Paul talks about, right? Yeah. Well, what marriage is or ought, ought to be, right? Is a marriage ought to reflect the the relationship between Christ and the Church, Christ and, 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 and in in bride, uh, in one that it is. Uh, and even in, in, in the way in which it is, uh, if you look at sort of like the rules, Paul Paul uh, adorns the man to uh, to love his wife, and the woman to, in uh, <clears throat> the woman to submit to her husband. Uh, all of those things. Uh, all of those things we see we see exactly reflected in the relationship between the Christ and the Church, and so when we think of what uh, I what the, the what what marriage ought to be, what why was marriage created? It's all of these reasons to reflect even that relationship that, that between Christ and the Church. There is this, there is a hardship, there is a there is submission that is there, there is a uh, and all of it is not done begrudgingly. Christ doesn't <clears throat> uh, Christ doesn't love the church begrudgingly. Christ didn't die for the church uh, sort of begrudgingly. He did it willingly. He did it happily, he he offered himself up. He he wasn't forced into it. He <clears throat> he did it because he loved the children. So all of these qualities that that we see reflected and compared, that that's the prime that, that, those are the reasons we have marriage. Um, and then um the next part is, is on the for the increase of mankind, right? In illegitimate for the increase of mankind with the legitimate issue and for preventing uncleanness. So one, if you go back to even that text in, it's in Genesis 2, the mandate that was given to the men and the woman after the creation is that um, it's sort of a continuation of what God had said to the men, um, that one, you should be fruitful and multiply. So there's a core regency that's given. The men and women in core regency, they're supposed to be fruitful and multiply. Fruitfulness and multiplication uh one, it's in having children. Now, this, this doesn't mean that uh, well, it doesn't mean in knowing that it's not always the case that every couple, because of the fall, every couple will not always be able to have children at least biological ones. Uh, they could still adopt. So, and there is no greater uh, it doesn't mean having biological children is no better than having adopted children. It's just the same as far as God is concerned. So, yes, there's a multiplication in that way. But also a multiplication in, in terms of subduing the, the, the earth or the world, as it were, in whatever domain and sphere that you uh, ought to be. You need to be fruitful. You need to, if, if you are, <clears throat> uh, marriage gives you the opportunity that, as a man, if you're going to go going to work, or as a woman, if you're going to work, whether it's in the in the domain of the home or outside, whatever work you're doing, it ought to be fruitful. Mm. It ought to be done for the glory of God. Mm. So not uh, <clears throat> so 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 it comes to the issue of excellence, right? We're not supposed to be doing. Whether it's in your job uh, when you're being a provider or you're in the home in your being a homemaker in whichever way you're not going to you're not supposed to sort of do a, a half willing job you are supposed to commit yourself with, uh strive for excellence in all that you're doing uh, mm. <clears throat> so that that's the and, and, and in that these as you glorify God, there is an increase in mankind, um, and, and you kind of see that that, uh, people who are faithful, if for all intents and purposes, uh, and generally speaking, people who work hard, there is a reward that comes to it, whether it's in wealth or whatever. If we're, if you are, uh, if, if in the most general terms, this is exactly how it is. People who work hard, people who. Who pass on that work ethic, uh, their children seem to prosper in, in that way, and it passes on. So, and this is not unique to, <clears throat> it's not unique to Christians, even unbelievers. We see the exact same principles Ooh. applying. Um, um, and, and and here, when he talks about it with with a, a legitimate issue, it's this. Uh, I, 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 the legitimate issue that that's been talked about is when it's rightly done. So if you, if I met some woman and decided, you know what, I'm just taking you without waiting here, without uh, <clears throat> her family giving it over to me, if the family is still alive, or without the witnesses of people, without going before uh, an ordained minister, or the court, or whichever way, or civil authority, and we decide we are now married. Uh, and, and we are now married. We don't need a, what what the people. We don't need a contract mm-hmm. <laughs> to to justify. That is not a legitimate. It, it's not a legitimate issue. This is just you creating your own thing. It it doesn't. And that is not marriage. Mm. Or people who think that because they are having sex together that they are married. Uh, that is actually false. <clears throat> it is actually false, uh, and and there is so many examples, biblical examples of uh, how the of what the Bible teaches in terms of uh, what marriage is, uh, and it doesn't necessarily evolve. The sexual intercourse. A, a perfect example is Joseph and Mary. Joseph uh, and Mary was were betrothed to each other. Now, it, 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 when, when we, the Bible tells us that after Mary was uh, got pregnant. <laughs> uh, there were there were sort of grounds oh the Holy Spirit uh, or rather yes, an angel comes to Joseph and tells him, no, you don't need to divorce Mary she hasn't been unfaithful because uh e- exactly that that uh essentially betrothal amounted to being married you needed to get a divorce certificate to to be <clears throat> after you had been betrothed um, and uh, any sort of like unfaithfulness uh, was considered not only adultery to you. You uh, <clears throat> it was considered adultery to you not just before God, right? Because the betrothal amounted to marriage. So, it, 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 we should never confuse. Uh, sex is is sort of being the. I would say even people always say this that. Sex is the consummation of marriage, and that is untrue, because marriage, if before before you actually have sex, you will be married. In the same way that a minister who will marry you, you're no less married at that point. If you died at that point, you're no less married than someone who is, had sex. <coughs> um... Yeah, and the third part is is this, that marriage was instituted for preventing and cleaning it. Mm. (laughs) And and you see this exactly in what Paul says, that if you are burning with passion,
1: marry. Mm. Uh,
0: And we we ought not to diminish that. It's equally a good enough reason to get married. Mm. If you are burning with passion, you ought to marry. Mm. So you, you can keep yourself pure and clean. And, and that is quite essential that we should never move away from it. Um, <clears throat> it, it is a legitimate reason. And I, I, I say this <clears throat> because uh, some people can often look down upon it as a, <clears throat> as a reason to marry. But the scriptures are quite clear on that. Uh, on what Paul says. Now, the, the third and last part, or the third part on this, third point, this is this, Jesus is as follows. It is lawful for all sorts of people to marry, who are able with judgment to give their consent, yet is the duty of Christians to marry in the Lord. <clears throat> Therefore, such as professes the true religion should not marry with infidels or idolaters. Mm. Neither should Neither should such... As are godly be and equally yoked by and by marrying with such as are wicked in their lives or maintain a damnable heresy. <clears throat> so in, in this part is 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 giving sort of um the, the, the terms of who can marry, right? Uh, and it's very clear, anyone of all kinds, all sorts. Uh, people of all sorts so th- there is no uh, there's no restriction on marriage that is that can ever be based on on ethnicity or yeah. race yeah or uh, I'll say maybe even what do we call it Disab- disabilities at least physical ones and disease. yes and disease um <clears throat> and I, and I'll and I say physical ones because I don't know if I, I feel like mental disabilities, m- depending on what kind, may may necessitate that one cannot make, uh, cannot give willful consent. So marriage in that case may not be, uh, valid. <clears throat> but um, it, I think it gets uh, it it gets, um. Uh, the, the 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 sort of the heart of the issue I guess for most of us would be this that it is the duty for Christians to marry in the Lord. So as a Christian you have a responsibility to marry uh another believer. Uh, and and listen to what, what they said. Uh, so 1 Corinthians 7 Yeah, 1 Corinthians 7 verse 39 reads, A wife is bound to her husband as long as he lives. But if her husband dies, she's free to be married to whom she wishes, only in the Lord. So for, for believers, there is this, you, you, in as much as you are free to marry whomever you want to marry, it has to be someone that is a believer. It has to be someone that is of the household of God. Has to be someone from the, of the household of faith. So, and when when if we if we willfully marry a non-believer, um, that is grounds for church discipline, and that may even be a sign that you uh, you're not saved. Uh, so, uh, because. It, it is it, it, if anything that, that that we have learned for for the believer marriage is not just a thing that you just enter into marriage is an institution established by God uh, and God has set the terms for why you ought to marry for fruitfulness for <clears throat> uh, for multiplication for to increase and increase in in uh, no, and I think I mentioned mostly the the, the increase I mentioned in uh, was more in uh, having kids uh, as it relates to human beings but it also in a spiritual sense the increase that is this that there and is mandatory is the creation of disciples um, so firstly from your family you need to disciple your kids but also, The preaching of the gospel. So your husband or your wife is your first and primary partner in the gospel work. And when if you as a Christian marry a non-believer, you are obscuring that. You you are hindering the purposes of the gospel Mm, as it were. The spread of the gospel. Yes, and the spread of the gospel. uh, and it is important but but the one thing that 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 that's uh, I think the the one thing that the the that, that the confession touches on that maybe is not mentioned enough is on this that um uh, as a Christian you also have a responsibility to marry someone uh I'll say maybe not of equal spiritual maturity but Someone who is who you seem to be pushing in the same direction. If you, if you marry someone who is uh, languishing is it true, in the mm. faith and uh, seemed not to be as bothered, um, you will be quenched. If you are on fire for the gospel, if you are on fire for the gospel and your spouse just seems so indifferent, just seems so cold, you, I would say your, your, your spread your influence. The, uh, in terms of the gospel work, will definitely be quenched. You will. There will not be anyone to encourage you in the gospel work. When you're alone you, you, you will, uh, you'll just quench each other, uh, and your your fire will not. It won't be fueled if it were the opposite. Um, now I'm I'm not saying that this means if you marry someone who is, uh, maybe not as biblically literate as you or not as, uh, yeah, knowledgeable on theology, all of those things. That means you. Well, it's all doom and gloom, or that that is not supposed to happen. I, I I'm just saying that if somebody is not, is not as focused on the Lord, I even. Mean, you you can still be uh, I'll say spiritually immature, but be, uh, your your heart be willing to learn, be willing to, uh, to know more, to be on fire for the Lord as it were. Um, and and, and this is not what I'm talking about. It's just someone who's just so lazy, so I would even say so satisfied in in their knowledge of who the Lord is, and this is what. Essentially being unequally yoked. Or even uh if you are you can necessarily be unequally yoked if you believe different doctrines. Mm. Uh, I'll say this. If you are a, a Calvinist, uh you'd be hard-pressed to have a very happy and fruitful marriage uh, within a meaning. Like if you believe that the Lord is sovereign even over all of these things you will you will necessarily be affected by <clears throat> you will necessarily be affected in, in how your approach to whether it's raising your kids, whether it's uh, preaching the gospel and all of those things will be will, will definitely be so different and uh, could be of, uh, of major, a tension between the two of you. Um, and the last point there is <coughs> is, is this, that, that uh, you, you should never marry someone who holds on to damnable heresies. So, uh, <coughs> damnable heresies, you can think of, if somebody doesn't believe in the Trinity, uh, that's a damnable heresy. That, that, that would mean you can never if you uh reject the trinity then it means you reject the gospel and you're not a christian or um uh, or people who believe in a in these plus gospels so uh someone who's a catholic who believes in um <clears throat> who believes that uh it's 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 the scriptures plus uh church tradition as it were. That, 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 uh, that are supposed to be the final authority. Or that um it is faith in the in, in Jesus Christ and the saints that will save you. All those type of things. Those uh, are damnable heresies and uh, the confession is saying we ought not to marry someone uh, of that ibn. Okay. Um, the next point here is that uh, marriage ought not to be within the degrees of consanguinity or affinity forbidden in the word. You no, know, can such incestuous marriages ever be made lawful by any law of man or consent of parties, as those as those persons may live together as man and wife? So a number of things, uh, I think maybe there is someone who can con- pronounce that word better than I am, consensuality or something. So in I- just talk about that marriage can never be one between uh, a man and an animal is it way. Really? If you are a man or you are a woman, you can never marry an animal and that be lawful. And It doesn't matter whether it becomes legal for some reason. Or, if whatever man decides, that is still abominable before the Lord. But also, uh, insist you cannot marry uh, your sister or your brother uh, or your father or your uncle or whatever uh, for any reason, no matter what the law of man has decided to say, whether it's legal, that is still an abomination to the Lord. That is still. <clears throat> prohibited by the law of God and by God's design. Mm. Um, I don't know if there are questions, additions, <laughs> or subtractions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think, I, I think I just have one comment. Uh, yeah. By the way, thank you so much for that. Very insightful very refreshing Um, yeah on the position of a polygamous man or a a woman who has committed polyandry uh, I would seek to change positions to have a different position uh, from the vantage point that I believe the gospel um, undoes, uh, uh, well, undoes. Sorry, what sin has done? Mm-hmm. So, although we live with the consequences of sin, yes, um, we we have been redeemed, and so those people, um, my argument would be, those people are actually not his wives. They they are people who live with him. Mm-hmm. They are not his wives. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. A was
0: um you, you can hear that? Was a perfect? Uh, Isaac. Isaac married Rachel. What was the other one? You mean Jacob, right? <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yeah. Jacob, Jacob yeah. right? Yeah. Married Rachel in in Leah. And Leah yeah. Was he was giving, was Rachel not his wife? He was given one.
1: It was Rachel, not his wife. <laughs> okay, he was. Okay, wait, wait, before you get to there, I, I want to ma- maybe allow me to to make my point here, then you come. All right, sorry, yeah. I actually
0: need to talk to this guy.
1: Okay, so okay. forgive me for a second. All right, no problem, but I'll just do as uh-huh. What's was there. you Hi, how are you? Um, I'm all right. You um, I'm actually given the okay. season, yeah,
0: problem. so you can get in touch with Yes, i am give it